I researched every possible way to make money online so you don't have to. The list I'm going to give you has 43 online business ideas, side hustles, and passive income strategies, including every possible method, niche, and platform. But in this video, I'll remove the 80% that were too hard, slow, and expensive to give you the 20% easiest, fastest, and cheapest ideas you can start as a beginner. I'll also be revealing the one way I use to make over 3.5 million dollars online so far so if you watch this video until the end you're going to know the six best ways to make money online the five worst ways you should absolutely avoid and 21 ways that simply don't work long term or at all so I'll give you an overview of each method the pros and cons and some things you may not know about each method so if you watch until the end of this video I'm going to give you the list of 43 ways to make money online complete with all of of the niches that you can download for free now once you finish this video make sure to comment below your favorite idea because I will be making complete step-by-step -step tutorials covering the most popular methods in the comments freelancing is a work arrangement where individuals provide their services to clients on a project-by-project -project basis basically freelancers are self-employed and work remotely offering services in various fields they set their own rates and work schedules but also need self-discipline time management skills and the ability to manage multiple clients so some of the pros of being a freelancer include flexibility because freelancers can choose their own work usually you know where they work when they work giving them more control over their schedule and work-life balance they also have variety right I mean freelancers often work on a variety of projects and with different clients which can be more interesting and engaging than working on the same thing every day at your normal job they also have more autonomy so freelancers have more control over what they do and how they do it which can be empowering and rewarding right there's also a greater chance of increasing your pay over time because freelancers can charge more per hour than traditional employees and can earn more money if they have a steady stream of work now of course there are some cons with being a freelancer first of all especially in the beginning you're going to have an irregular income so freelancers often experience fluctuations in their income which can make budgeting and financial planning challenging and freelancers also usually don't receive any benefits such as health insurance retirement plans or pay time off they also really need a lot of self-discipline because if you're not self-motivated and disciplined you're not going to be able to manage your workload and meet deadlines without the structure of a traditional job freelancers also might not have a steady stream of work right or long-term contracts they can rely on which can make job security a concern now one interesting thing that not many people know about freelancing is that it can actually lead to you know better job security in the long term in some cases I mean freelancers may not have the same job security as a traditional employee but they often have a diverse portfolio of clients and projects and this can provide a level of protection against sudden job loss or layoffs and as freelancers have multiple income streams and clients they can rely on if one drops off they can always get another one additionally uh, freelancers have the flexibility to pivot their skills and services to adapt to changing market demands or clients needs which can help them 
volume, stay relevant and in demand. Now drop servicing is a business model where you outsource work to freelance service providers who complete the work and deliver it to your clients under your brand name. So you act as an intermediary between the client and the service provider, allowing you to offer a wide range of services without having to master all of the skills yourself. Now, some of the pros of drop servicing include low overhead costs. I mean, drop servicing requires minimal startup costs and overhead as there's no need for physical products or a brick and mortar location. And you can even start for free because you're essentially just sourcing a freelancer then selling their service to a client that you find online. And also once you set up your drop servicing business and establish a network of reliable service providers, you can earn money passively without doing any actual work because you can build systems with people and software to handle everything for you and you're just monitoring the system. Drop servicing can also be done from anywhere as long as you have an internet connection, giving you the flexibility to work on your own terms. And as your drop servicing business grows, you can take on more clients and services and expand your offerings to you know, increase your revenue and grow over time. So some of the problems that can come up, especially in the beginning with drop servicing, is as a drop service provider, first of all, you're reliant on the quality of work from your freelancers or your service providers. So poor quality work can you know, lead to a project going bad uh, and that's not ideal. Your drop servicing business is also reliant, especially in the beginning, on the availability and quality of work from your freelancers or service providers. So if you're not able to source enough freelancers in the beginning, it can be a risk, especially if the first freelancers you work with are unreliable or unavailable. Also as a drop service provider, especially in the beginning as you're building the business, you're not directly involved in the service delivery process. You don't really fully understand it yet, right? Which can lead to communication issues or misunderstandings with clients as you're building that knowledge. So drop servicing can also be combined with other business models. I mean, some entrepreneurs combine drop servicing with affiliate marketing or coaching, and that allows them to create more diverse revenue streams. So investing and trading is a category of business models that includes a range of strategies and asset classes such as stock market, forex, real estate, and cryptocurrency. And investing is buying something essentially with the intention of keeping it for a long time to make money gradually, whereas trading is buying something with the intention of selling it quickly to make money fast. So of course, there's a lot of things that fall within trading, you know, crypto, stock market, etc. But there are some pros and cons involved with all of it. Uh, usually you're going to need some capital to begin with, right? I mean, to start investing or trading, you're gonna have to start spending some of your own money. Um, especially if you go with trading, there is a really big learning curve. And most of the data out there shows that it takes a long time to get success with trading. Investing can be a bit simpler, especially if you go with something a bit less risky, um, like index funds, for example. That way you have a general idea that over a long period of time, you are going to make money. But again, it does come down to having some money to invest in the first place. But the great thing about investing and trading, especially with investing, is long term, uh, you can get passive income because of course with trading the money that you make, you can then invest it in things that you want to grow over a long period of time. And with investing, it just happens naturally. You're going to get that cumulative increase in income just through compound interest, which means that eventually you're going to have a good stack of passive income coming in. So I would say one of the big risks, especially with trading, is it can be very volatile and comes with the risk of losing money. So you never want to you know, be uncertain about what you're doing uh, and putting in money that you're not ready to lose, especially
especially in the beginning as you're learning, um, you are probably gonna end up losing, especially with trading. There's also a lot of emotional stress usually involved with investing because the stock market, for example, fluctuates a lot. It's gonna be going up and down all the time and that can really play with your mind and give you a lot of anxiety and fear. So something not many people know about investing and trading is that it's not just about purchasing stocks and companies or cryptocurrencies or traditional currencies. You can also purchase real life items such as you know vintage books, art, all of these things that have value that have people that are collecting them are going to increase in value over time. So there's a lot of platforms for example for buying and selling art and art can be a great place to you know trade or invest your money. Affiliate marketing is a type of marketing where individuals or companies promote products or services on behalf of another company and earn a commission for each sale or lead that results from the effort. So one way to make money with affiliate marketing is to join an affiliate program and promote products or services that align with your interests or niche. And this can be done through social media, blogs, or other online platforms. So affiliate marketing can provide the opportunity for passive income, meaning that you know once the promotional content is created and shared, it can continue to earn commissions without you know constant effort. Affiliate marketing can also be relatively inexpensive to start as it typically does not require any inventory or upfront investment in products or services. And affiliate marketing can be done from anywhere as long as you have an internet connection, allowing for flexibility in work location and schedule. Affiliate marketing can also provide diversification and a portfolio of income streams. For example, if you're a content creator of YouTube videos, you can do promotions where you promote other people's products, meaning that's affiliate income right there. Now, some of the cons with getting started with affiliate marketing include high competition because as many others may also be promoting the exact same products and services as you, if these get too popular, there's just too many people doing it. Also, affiliate marketing can be unpredictable as it's dependent on factors such as you know market demand and consumer behavior. Affiliate marketers also don't have control over the products or services they promote, which can lead to reputation damage if there are issues with the products or services. And affiliate marketing can be vulnerable to scams or you know fraudulent programs requiring careful research and vetting of affiliate programs before joining. So one thing that not many people may know about making money with affiliate marketing is that some affiliate programs offer recurring commissions. This means that affiliates can earn commissions not just you know on the initial sale but on any future sales made by the same customer. So this provides potential for ongoing passive income making it a great long-term opportunity for earning money through affiliate marketing if you choose the right program. So selling information refers to a market where individuals and companies sell their knowledge and expertise through coaching services or educational courses. So one way to make money with this market is to create and sell your own coaching services or courses leveraging your expertise in a particular field or skill. Alternatively, you can promote and sell other people's coaching services or courses as an affiliate earning a commission for each sale. So coaching and courses 
courses can be really high profit items as they do provide access to specialized knowledge and expertise, which is a really great thing if you do have that knowledge and expertise to sell. And coaching and courses can be scaled to reach a really large audience depending on the niche that you're selling and of course, providing the potential for significant income growth. Coaching and courses can also be personally fulfilling as they allow you to share your knowledge and expertise with others. And it can be awesome to see people, you know, take your knowledge, implement it, and get really great results. However, coaching and courses can be highly competitive as many others may also be offering similar products or services. Creating and marketing coaching and courses can also be very time consuming, requiring you know, significant effort to create high quality content. Also, coaching and courses may have a limited market as they may only appeal to a specific niche audience. Another problem with selling information online is that they can be vulnerable to reputation damage if there are issues with the quality of content or customer support. And one thing that not many people may know about making money with selling information online is that the information market has some successful coaches and course creators that have been able to generate you know, a significant portion of their income through passive revenue streams, such as affiliate marketing, book sales, and advertising. By building a strong personal brand and loyal audience, these individuals are able to leverage their expertise and reach to create multiple streams of income beyond just selling information online. Another way to make money online is with digital assets. So digital assets refers to various types of digital content, such as website templates, stock photos, video and audio files, graphic design elements that can be bought and sold online and one way to make money with digital assets is to create and sell your own products on platforms like Envato for example. Alternatively you can promote and sell other people's digital products as an affiliate earning a commission for each sale made through your promotion. So digital assets can provide the opportunity for passive income meaning that of course you know once the product is created and uploaded it can continue to earn sales without constant effort on your part, which you know you would be doing if you were, for example, a freelancer or an affiliate marketer usually as well. Digital assets can also be scaled to reach a large audience, providing the potential for significant growth income. Digital assets can also be created and marketed online, providing flexibility in work location and schedule. Selling digital assets can also be vulnerable to intellectual property issues such as copyright infringement or theft. And digital assets may also have a limited market as they may only appeal to a specific niche audience. And of course, to create and sell digital assets, you're probably going to have you know, some technical skills such as coding or graphic design. Now, domain flipping refers to the practice of buying and selling domain names for a profit. So one way to make money with domain flipping is to purchase domain names that have potential value or are in demand and then resell them to interested buyers at a higher price. Additionally, domain flippers can also use strategies such as domain name speculation or domain name parking to generate income from their purchased domains while waiting for the right buyer to come along. So the first pro of domain flipping is that can provide the opportunity for pretty high profits. I mean, as valuable domain names can be sold for significant amounts, you can get pretty good profits with them, especially if you find yourself with a really good domain. Um, also, it can be you know quite scalable if you have a large portfolio of domains and you can kind of move from one level to the next as you trade up your domains, providing the potential for significant income growth. So domain name flipping can be highly competitive, especially because it has been around for a long time. Also, domain flipping can be risky as there is no guarantee that a purchased domain name
name will appreciate in value or you know find a buyer at a profitable price. Domain flipping is also quite a limited market you know because it's probably only going to appeal to a specific niche audience and a very specific one at that with types of domains that you'll get. It also requires really careful research and strategy including you know staying up to date on industry trends and domain name value fluctuations. Next we have creating and monetizing mobile apps which refers to the process of designing, developing and publishing mobile applications for smartphones or tablets and then generating revenue from those apps. So one way to make money with mobile apps is through in-app advertising. That's where ads are displayed within the app and revenue is generated based on clicks or impressions. Alternatively, developers can offer premium versions of their apps or charge for certain features which of course can provide a source of income. So successful mobile apps can generate huge profits as they do provide access to a really large user base, especially with things like games. Um, also, mobile apps can be scaled to reach a large audience, providing the potential for significant income. The biggest con with making money with developing mobile apps is it requires specialized technical skills, which can be difficult to acquire, right? Also, developing mobile apps can be costly, especially if you hire someone to do it for you, which means a significant upfront investment of time or resources to create high quality products. It's also a pretty fast changing industry, which means that successful apps must keep up with changing trends and user demands. So SaaS stands for software as a service and refers to a business model where software is provided over the internet and accessed through a web browser or mobile app. So one way to make money with SaaS is through a subscription based model, uh, which is where users pay a monthly or annual fee to access the software. Additionally, SaaS providers can generate revenue through other means such as offering uh, premium features or charging for additional services. SaaS businesses can generate recurring revenue through subscription based models providing a reliable source of income. They can also be scaled to reach a large audience and also have pretty low barriers to entry. The cons are building a SaaS can be very complicated especially because you're going to have to hire a team to develop it for you probably and you're going to have a really good idea because of course there are already a lot of companies out in most niches really popular niches so you're going to have something pretty original in order for it to work and it's going to be very expensive to grow very complicated to grow so it's not really a good business idea for a beginner. Amazon FBA stands for fulfillment by Amazon and it refers to a service provided by Amazon that allows businesses to store their products in Amazon's fulfillment centers when a customer places an order so Amazon handles the shipping and handling of that product as well as the customer service and returns. So one way to make money with Amazon FBA is by selling products through Amazon's platform which can provide access to a large audience and streamline fulfillment processes. Also Amazon FBA can provide opportunities for businesses to expand into new markets and increase sales pretty quickly if they already have a successful brand. So selling products through Amazon's platform provides access to a large customer base which can lead to increased sales and profitability. Amazon deals with the shipping and handling of products as well as customer service and returns which really can save a lot of time and hassle and resources for businesses. Amazon FBA can also provide opportunities for businesses to expand into new markets and increase sales with the potential for significant income growth. Amazon's reputation for customers 
customer service and reliability can also help businesses build trust with customers and improve sales. So one kind of Amazon FBA is it can be highly competitive, especially if you go into simple markets where everyone already is, such as uh, selling spatulas. Amazon also charges fees for using the FBA service as well as additional expenses such as storage and shipping fees, which can eat into profit margins and it's quite expensive to get started with because of course you have to pay for all of the products and then get them shipped to Amazon and so on and so forth. So if you do want to get started with Amazon, it's a great idea to gather customer feedback before investing in large quantities of inventory. So you can leverage Amazon's customer base and fulfillment processes to test the market with minimal investment and risk before you actually go out there and invest in a whole lot of inventory. So audiobook and ebook publishing involves creating and publishing digital books that can be downloaded and read or listened to on an electronic device. So one way to make money with this is to self-publish your own books. I mean, either through online marketplaces like Amazon for books or Audible for audiobooks or through your own website. Another option is to offer publishing services to other authors such as editing, formatting and cover design by creating high quality books and marketing them effectively. It's possible to generate significant income through ebook and audiobook sales. So ebook and audiobook publishing can be done with minimal investment in equipment and software, making it an accessible option for many aspiring authors and publishers. Digital books can also be distributed and sold worldwide, providing access to a large audience and potential for significant income. And ebook and audiobook pricing can be adjusted easily and quickly, making it possible to experiment with different pricing strategies and discounts to maximize your sales. So I would say the main con with selling ebooks and audiobooks is the competition. It's a very popular business model right now uh, and you need to be in the right niche. You need to choose the perfect writer. You need to find the best designer for the cover. Uh, there's so many things that go into it, but it can be a lucrative model if you do find the right niche. Next, we have drop shipping and e-commerce, which involves selling products online without having to handle or hold any inventory or handle shipping. And one way to make money with this is to set up an online store using an e-commerce platform like Shopify and source products from drop shipping suppliers who will fulfill orders on your behalf. You can also create your own unique products to sell on your online store by marketing your products effectively and you know providing great customer service, it is possible to generate significant income. So I would say the biggest pro with drop shipping is it can be done with minimal investment because you're not having to pay for any inventory and infrastructure, making it an accessible option for many entrepreneurs. With drop shipping, you also have access to a wide variety of products from different suppliers, allowing you to offer a diverse range of products to your customers. So I would say similar to Amazon FBA, it can be highly competitive if you choose really simple unbranded products like spatulas once again, but if you choose you know, the right branding, the right product, especially things like high ticket products, you can make a lot of money with it. Um, but you need to make sure that you have, don't have long shipping times and a low quality product, which can lead to custom dissatisfaction and getting banned by a lot of platforms out there. So one thing that not many people may know about drop shipping is you can sell you know, more expensive things. It's not just about selling spatulas, you can drop ship uh, dentist chairs, you can drop ship mannequins, you can drop ship all kinds of things, coffee machines, whatever it may be. Uh, and these types of things are things that people don't think about so quickly. So if you do your research and find a good product that's selling well, that doesn't have so much competition like spatulas, you can make a lot of money with it. Then print on demand is a business model that allows you to sell 
custom designed products such as t-shirts or mugs without having to hold any inventory. So with this model, you create designs and upload them to a platform that handles the printing and shipping for you. So one way to make money with print on demand is to set up an online store and promote your designs to potential customers. Another way is to use marketplaces like Etsy or Amazon to reach a larger audience. So a great thing about print on demand is it's very low investment. You don't need inventory, storage space, making it really low risk and cost effective way to start a business as a beginner. Um, there's also a lot of variety of customizable products, including t-shirts, phone cases. So the cost of producing a single product through print on demand can be higher than with traditional manufacturing methods, which can limit your profit margins. Also, as you are relying on a third party to produce and ship your products, quality control can be a challenge. And if the quality of the product is poor, it can lead to negative customer reviews and returns. So there are a wide range of products available, but the level of customization can be limited compared to traditional manufacturing methods as well. So a strategy that works really well with print on design is targeting specific fandoms or subcultures such as sci-fi fans or cat lovers. By targeting these niche markets, you can create a loyal customer base and generate more sales as your designs will stand out compared to your competition. So content creation and monetization refers to the process of creating digital content such as videos like you're watching right now, podcasts, blogs, and social media posts and earning money from them. So to make money with content creation and monetization, you need to build an audience by creating valuable and engaging content that appeals to your target audience. So once you've built a significant following, you can monetize your content through various means such as sponsored content, affiliate marketing, advertising and product sales. So the good thing about it is it can be very profitable if a lot of people watch your content, but of course it takes a lot of time, the income can be unstable, unpredictable, and there's a lot of work and luck that goes into it. Now, there are 10 business ideas that fall into the make money online category. They include surveys, market research, mystery shopping, and more. So these are platforms that allow users to earn money through various online tasks like completing surveys, participating in experience testing, data entry, and transcription. And to make money with these platforms, you simply need to create an account and start completing available tasks. The amount of money you earn varies depending on the platform and the task, but many often a payment in the form of cash, gift cards, or other awards. And the key to success on these platforms is to consistently complete tasks and build a positive reputation because this leads to higher paid opportunities and increased earning potential in the future. So it is a convenient and flexible way to earn money from anywhere with an internet connection, which makes it very easy to do. So it can give you, you know, a little bit of side income, uh, but the problem with it is obviously it's not really scalable. You can't make very much money, they pay you very little, and it takes your manual labor. So there's only so much time you have in a day, so there's only so many of these platforms you can complete tasks on, and a lot of them actually limit how much you can make um, or how many tasks you can complete. So you are very limited in how much money you can make, but it is possible to make money with these platforms, and it can be a good starting point for moving you into better platforms later. But as a beginner, there are better things you can do that may take more work, 
but have a greater income earning potential over time because it's unlimited and you don't need your time to do it once you've built the system. It's gonna be automated allowing you to make money, which is why building a business is really the only way to go in terms of making money online. But of course you can complete these kind of side jobs on these make money online platforms in the beginning, just get a bit of experience, make a little bit of money and then move forward into the big guns later. Then we have offline side hustles. So they're kind of a hybrid because a lot of them do require internet technology to use such as Airbnb, Uber and WAG. They are a lot more manual ways of making money and uh, essentially glorified jobs. But I'll still include some of these ideas for you just in case you're interested. So these include, like I said, Airbnb, Uber and WAG, uh, which basically involve providing services to people in your local community. So with Airbnb, you can rent out a space in your house, so it could be a spare room, or your entire home to travelers looking for a place to stay. Uh, with Uber and similar ride-sharing services, you can use your own car to provide transportation to people in need. And with WAG, you can offer your services as a dog walker or pet sitter to local pet owners. So to make money with these side hustles and all of the other ones I'll list here, you'll just need to sign up for the relevant platform, follow their guidelines and requirements, and provide high quality services to your clients. But similarly to the Make Money Online platforms, you are really limited in terms of how much money you can make. Of course, there are Uber drivers that make six figures, but you only have so much time in a day, so you are limited because it is a glorified job. So you can make a bit of money with it, but because there's manual labor involved, you're actually doing something yourself, you're limited in terms of your income potential over time. Now, a quick thing you should know, all of these ways to make money online are real, and it's possible to make money with all of them. But the fact is, some are better than others. So now I want to give you a quick rundown of the best, bad, and worst ways of doing things that don't work at all. So in my opinion, these are the six best ways to make money online for beginners because they're cheap to start, easy to get results with, and the results can be fast. Of course, you know, nothing is guaranteed. You still need to actually have the right strategy and approach to get results and put in the work. Now, these, in my opinion, are not the best because they either take too long to get results, are too expensive to start for a beginner, or a bit too complicated to get results as a beginner, in my opinion. Now, all of these ways here you can make money with, but frankly, it takes a lot of manual labor and, you know, you don't make very much in return for that labor, so they aren't really a good long-term option, in my opinion, but they can be things that you can get started with just to earn a bit of money as a kind of side hustle to support and invest in actually building a real online business. So personally, I made most of my money with drop servicing, first by building drop servicing business and selling services, and eventually I added other income streams to that, such as YouTube AdSense, investments, affiliate partnerships, courses, and more. So make sure you download the Google Sheet with all of the business ideas there. Comment below your favorite idea because I will be making complete step-by-step -step tutorials for beginners covering the most popular methods in the comments. The link to the full list is in the description. You can open it, you just need to click file and download and then you'll be good to go. So here's three quick things that will help you make money online. First, remember to like this video, subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell right now and uh, comment below any questions you have for me and I'll personally answer you. Also, if you want to go deeper into how I make money online, then I want you to check out the free training in the description below this video. And next, check out this video you see on screen to go deeper. See you in the next video.